Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Adam Silver knows... This is a player-driven league. Sports can serve as a unifying force. I'm tuning in to watch a game. There is no game. Change is uncomfortable. Uncomfortable maybe to yourself and to a lot of other people. You know, Black Lives Matter has kind of been lost here. Players want more done on voting issues. Players want more done on police reforms. I don't know if we're reacting the way that the players had hoped we would react. If you're going to be the beacon of light, you've got to go all in. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. How much pressure do you think is on LeBron right now? Well, it's a lot of pressure. Everyone is expecting you to lead the way. Certain people are built to handle it. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Made it to a Friday. Glad to have you on board. Got the Traeger grills fired up. Got a poll question, play of the day, a couple of stats of the day. We'll check in with our good friend Chris Haynes, who's done an unbelievable job reporting on the NBA from the bubble. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on the program. Phone calls, always welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to our TV partners. We are on Peacock. This is the last day we're on youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Then it shifts over to Peacock officially on Monday. And uh, our 362 radio affiliates around the country, we say good morning to them as well, the folks on Chat Row. Uh, the uh, next great podcast, I've been talking about this contest, and I came up with the idea a couple of months ago because I thought with people dealing with the pandemic and a lot of time at home being quarantined, and if you had that idea and you just want somebody to listen to your idea for a podcast, and I got together with iHeartRadio and I said, can we do something like this? Well, we have 1,100 entries so far. Paul's didn't make it. 
Now, it was kind of specific, and I realized it was you, but your name wasn't attached to your podcast idea. Yeah, it was one hour a week of me recapping game by game of Walter Payton's career with Rush music playing in the background. Very niche. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, there's a market for it. Somewhere there is. Canadian Walter Payton fans, small group. Uh, Next great podcast you have until the end of the month to get your uh, entry in. And then we're going to select up to 10 semifinalists and give you $1,000 each to produce a pilot episode. And then people are going to vote on this on the iHeartRadio platforms. And we'll come up with the next great podcast. There are so many to choose from. Just going through 45 of them yesterday and trying to narrow it down. So many great ideas. Not just sports. Okay, it's what you think would be a great podcast. It's your chance, and I'm going into business with the winner. Nextgreatpodcast.com. A couple of things. Uh, Obviously, with no basketball yesterday, no basketball today. Uh, NFL teams canceling practices. The NFL season 13 days away. College football starts tomorrow. Austin P. and Central Arkansas. I'm actually looking forward to this because I think it's going to be a good game. These are good teams in the FCS. They're ranked teams, and I look forward to it. No NBA games, full slate of uh, Major League Baseball coming up. You know, it's hard to imagine the NFL season sneaking up on anyone, but it really feels like it has. We're less than two weeks away. Two weeks from now, we're recapping what happened with the Kansas City Chiefs and Houston Texans. If all goes as scheduled. A lot of people put uh, a lot of work into fantasy teams. I don't think we've had that buzz yet this year, but with no preseason, everything else going on, simply no buzz. Also, NFL reporters can't get into these camps and tell us about some of the battles or some of the players that are emerging. Hey, keep an eye on this rookie. Keep an eye on this second-year player or a free agent. Draft pick, you know, late-round draft pick. You know, the league's done a nice job with health and safety. And I want to point this out because if it was the other way, people would be screaming from the mountains. The NFL confirms zero positive COVID test among players from August 12th through the 20th. So we're 13 days from the season. And from what I'm being told, the Jaguars offensive tackle Ryan Pope is now the only NFL player on the league's COVID-19 reserve list. That's from Adam Schefter. But the league has done a great job, and hopefully that continues during the regular season. As my source told me, it's not the beginning you should be worried about. It would be midway through the season. How are players going to act, react? Are they going to stay responsible? Because that's really going to be the key. Players will be at a higher risk of suffering soft tissue injuries as well because you don't have the same kind of workouts. You didn't have preseason games as well. So there's a lot going on here. And usually the NFL's opening night is a celebration. Now, this year with the league, you're probably going to walk a fine line between excitement and just the gravity of what's going on in the uh, in the world, in society. But for all fans, it's a big deal. All of our lives have been turned upside down, and sports coming back reestablishes some normalcy. The NFL Sundays will certainly be a comfort to many right now, and we look forward to that. This program brought to you by the great folks at LegalZoom. You need to make it legal, make it LegalZoom.com. You don't have to leave your home. They're not a law firm. That's a good thing. They don't bill you by the hour. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. Didn't have a poll question yesterday. I didn't think it was an appropriate time. But today, McLovin, do you have a poll question or a couple of suggestions for us? Yeah, a couple of suggestions. Start with a light one. Which feels weirder, that the NFL starts in 13 days 
or that the MLB trade deadline is Monday, <laughs> which signifies like this is a side if you're in or all in or not, I guess. Uh, I think having basketball now is kind of strange. I mean, it's fall. Fall basketball is still kind of strange. Um, I would say the trade deadline because I wasn't aware that the trade deadline was on Monday until somebody said, hey, do you think such and such is going to be traded? And I go, when's the trade deadline? And this baseball writer said, Monday. Like, don't you know? Of course, it's Monday. Yes, we love it. So are we in like the, the home stretch of the baseball season? Is it, Are these games like playoff impact right now? Does anyone really understand who's going to the playoffs for Major League Baseball? I don't know how you get all these games in. That, that's been my biggest concern. My biggest discussion point. My biggest argument is I don't know how you can say to these teams, you got to play like uh, seven double headers in the next 10 days. I just don't know where you're getting all your pitching. But I think that that is, I, as I've said from the outset, this commissioner just wants to get through the regular season. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Just get to the regular season. Get to the playoffs where these owners can get a little bit of this money back. Um, that's all he wants. We're expanding to 16 teams. Just get there. I don't care how you get there. Just get there. Yeah, Paul. Dan, if you go to MLB.com, they have the baseball standings. And what the, you could always do is look, they have a thing, percentage. Percentage chance your team makes the postseason as of right now based on analytics, how many games left, etc. So, for example, the Oakland A's and Houston Astros are, the A's are a 99.9% chance to make the playoffs. The Astros are 97.1. The Los Angeles Angels are 4.7% chance to make the, the, world, the, the postseason. And then it goes there. But it's it's the line of demarcation is huge because of the expanded playoffs. Everyone's either over 90 or under 10%. What about my Padres? Your Padres right now. Checking, checking. They're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, 93.9% chance. Heck yes. Yes, McLovin. I don't think anyone knows how they pick the 16 teams. Oh, I know. I don't either. I don't I'll tell you right now. I'm just reading it. All uh, the first <laughs> and second place team in every division get in, and then the seventh and eighth team will be chosen by the best record among the other teams. Excuse me? So, yeah, it's not even the top eight teams like the NBA. They take the top two in each division, and but then is it two based, wild cards. Based off winning percentage? Yeah, I guess. But don't you have to play a... I don't know. I guess there's a certain number of games you have to play to qualify for the playoffs. Sure. That's what I would hope. Yes, Todd. Now, the Cardinals are 11 and 11. The Phillies are 12 and 14. Are you all in? What do you do with the trade deadline? You're a 500 team. You're a little below 500. You haven't even played 25 games. Well, you might make a trade that's going to help you, like trade for some pitching because you're going to need it with all these double headers if you're the St. Louis Cardinals there. Uh, what else do you have today, McLovin? Okay, a serious question about the NBA. Um, do you feel what happens on the court for the rest of the NBA playoffs is less important now after what just happened? Well, I think with what's happened the last couple of days, my source last night or uh, two nights ago was the one who was telling me because he represents some of the players in the bubble. And I talked to him again yesterday afternoon. And he said, you know, the key for you to mention to your audience is the end game. The players are looking at what is the end game? We did this. Now what's it mean? What is the end game? Because now everybody's going, okay, so you boycotted some games for what? And I was told it's to refocus, hit the reset button on what is going on, what is at stake for these players, and really what they're trying to do in the bubble 
that is reacting to what's going on outside the bubble. So the end game was really important to stress that. And that talking LeBron back in to the bubble, because it felt like he was one foot in, one foot out, and that was a big issue. But Chris Haynes had all the details, but the source that I talked to last night, he said the end game is what they wanted. They wanted to have something that is 15, 20, 25 years from now. We look back on this moment. I don't know how history is going to look back on this moment, but the players are concerned that this isn't just something now. Hey, just placate us now. Hey, just get this done now. This is about where are we going to be for the next generation of basketball players. So that was the information I got yesterday afternoon, but my source stressed the end game. Okay, what did we accomplish here? And this was a concern. This was a concern by players, by the owners, by agents. What did you accomplish here? What do you want to accomplish here? And I think that's still to be decided. But uh, Chris Haynes will have more details on what was going on. But I think that I think we were pretty close to not having a basketball season. I really do. And it feels like, you know, with LeBron and Kawhi, the Clippers and the Lakers, certainly the Lakers. And then uh, I asked the question to my source, if LeBron had left the bubble, dot, 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 and he said, I think you would have a show of solidarity for LeBron, and we probably wouldn't have continued the season. So that was just one source who said that because LeBron is the face. And I think LeBron James has taken on an awful lot. And then you're still trying to play quality basketball and win a championship here. Yes, McLovin. That was sort of my question. Like, I was talking with a backroom guy. What if the Mavs beat the Clippers now? Everyone would be like, well, the Clippers were distracted. And also, like, how is LeBron going to possibly focus enough to win a championship now because he's got so much extra stress on him? Uh, Is that a worry that the basketball will be, be affected by all this? I don't, I don't know how they refocus because, you know, the, you, the Lakers were playing so well and then the pandemic hit. And then all of a sudden there was this long layoff. And then everybody coming back, and it wasn't great basketball. We've had glimpses of really good basketball, but it's been okay. It's like a glorified summer league at times. And now after two or three days, and you're probably going to have basketball back on Saturday, I don't, I don't know where everybody's head is. I mean, Paul George came out and said, look, I, I get depressed in here. You know, it's, you're, you're, there's a movie, The Truman Show, with Jim Carrey. Wonderful movie. And it, you're just in this confined area. You're in a bubble. And you go crazy after a while. And that's just a movie. This is real life where, and, and now the next round, when, you know, th- these teams get eliminated, you're going to be able to bring in family members. That will improve people's uh, quality of life in there. But there is a really big concern here of where is everybody? With everything that's going on, you're dealing with your family. Uh, it could be your parents, uh, your children, school getting ready to start, and you're in the bubble, social issues, the pressure on you, and the walls are closing in. And the players, as I told you yesterday, my source said, they want to know what the owners are going to do. Tell us what you want to do, what you're willing to do, when can you do it? And LeBron was frustrated uh, from what I read with Chris Haynes' report that is anything happening soon enough, quick enough? And that's a big concern. Yes, Todd? Didn't the players kind of put themselves in a no-win situation? Because you can say, okay, so you took three days off, what did that accomplish? But then if you don't play, then it's like, why aren't you playing? 
It's like no matter what they do, by having this boycott, it seems like for the average fan, they can't win whether they continue playing or not. Well, I think what they were trying to do is bring more attention back on this. Because I said this yesterday, and I didn't mean to be callous. I just said I can tune into a game now, and I don't see the Black Lives Matter or the names on the jersey as prominently as I did when we first started because you get accustomed to this. It's like when you watch advertisements at a basketball game or a soccer match. Like, eventually, you just... It blends in. And I think the players thought that maybe this was being taken for granted. Now, these are my words, not theirs. But just the impression I got from my source is it kind of needed to hit the reset button just to say, hey, we need this is serious. We need change. This is what we're willing to do. But I'll go back to what is the end game of taking two or three days off. That's what I think people are waiting to see, waiting to hear. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. And thank you for your patience yesterday. You know, these aren't comfortable things to talk about, but, you know, so what? I mean, I I would love to be talking about college football this weekend or the NFL or baseball, but these are things, when they do come up, I feel like they need to be discussed. And, you know, it's sensitive. Uh, You know, looking at some of the email yesterday, People calling up Marvin and some of the things they had to say. You know, it's, it's, this is rough stuff. But all I'm asking is you be respectful. I'm going to be respectful of you. You be respectful of us. And Marvin should not hear some of the things he hears when you call up. Okay? And the emails, come on. We're better than this. If you want to have a discussion, we can have a discussion. But stay on topic with this. That's all. That's all I've asked. Don't be, oh, well, what about this? Because, no, just straight ahead. What we deal with is right here. I don't want to bring in other topics. I, I'm, I'm trying to understand. I'm, I'm trying to be educated and educate you as well. We're trying to learn this together. I don't have all the answers, but just be respectful, okay? I don't think I ask much, but just be respectful. You got a point? You want to make it? I think it's a valid one. I'll be more than happy to hear it or read it. All right, so we'll come up with a poll question, and uh, we got a stat of the day, play of the day coming up. We'll go inside the bubble with Chris Haynes. Uh, that'll be coming up next hour. Also, North Dakota State is going to play one football game, and basically one football game to showcase their quarterback, Trey Lance. We're going to talk to North, North Dakota State's head coach in the final hour of the show that why just one game? Can't they schedule another game? Yeah, Paul. Is it my birthday? It's like FCS day around here. <laughs> you do love some FCS. Oh, you mentioned Rush and Walter Payton already in FCS football? Yes, McLevin. I don't think Trey Lance should play. He's hot right now because he's so unknown. Well, wait, you can't have a game that you're scheduling for him, basically a pro day, and then he doesn't play. But he shouldn't. Have, what if he plays bad? I know. We talked about this the other day. Like, it's so much pressure on this one silly game. I agree. Yes, yeah, It does seem like there's a lot more downside to the one game yep. than upside. And plus, you're going to go, okay, it's not, they were supposed to be playing Oregon this weekend, I think. That's a showcase game. But Oregon's not playing football. But now you're going to play one game in October against Central Arkansas. I... I don't know if that's going to sway. And I, I, I asked my uh, source who's a scout, and I said, is that going to sway you in any way? And he goes, no, but a pro day is in the combine is what they want to see. Just playing one game at home against Central Arkansas uh, doesn't, you know, 
and I'm paraphrasing, doesn't make you a first-round draft pick. He already has a pretty good head start of being a top 15 player, maybe 10. But we don't know that much about him. Yeah, McLovin. I mean, this is incredible. I mean, before Carson Wentz, would this have even be possible? An FCS quarterback being a first-round pick, playing Central Arkansas? None of that ever. I know Flacco. Flacco was. was. But that was. But he got kicked out of or left Pittsburgh. I mean, he was a big-time recruit. Well, North Dakota State gets quality athletes. They've never had a pro quarterback before no. Carson Wentz. No. Well, they no. They got uh, Easton Stick. Oh, Easton Stick. Yeah. Yeah. So they 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 got. They're two when they're dual threat quarterbacks here. But it is unusual. They're really, if you look at the history, it's a big jump. It is. But I, I think with what we're looking for in college football, you're, you're finding these athletes who are playing at other schools. And, you know, you don't have to go to Michigan or Ohio State or, you know, Alabama because we're able to find them. Yeah, Paul. Tony Romo, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, Steve McNair, Doug Williams, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ken O'Brien. It's not that rare for a, a FCS quarterback to jump out of nowhere. Ken O'Brien, that was 40 years ago. Steve McNair was 30 years ago. What, 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 well, Jimmy Garoppolo was not that long ago, and Romo was not that long ago. I'm not saying it happens every single day, but it's not. Uh, with what North Dakota State, the Bison, are doing, it's, they're, they're a hotbed. You, you guys can discuss this during the break. Let me take a break here. Well, it's sponsored, the 1AA debate. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm not going to embrace debate. At least not right now. I'm going to take a break here. 20 after. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. I got to have a little fun today. Got to lighten the mood a little bit today. Uh, we'll take a break. 20 after the hour. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't, I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. As I walk by the Danettes on the other side of the glass and I hear a discussion about 1AA football and should Trey Lance play in the one game that North Dakota State has scheduled this season. Man, we're in strange times right now. We need some football. I'm 13 days away from the NFL season starting. And once again, it's great news. The NFL had zero positive tests from the 12th of August to the 20th of August. And uh, right now it looks like there's only one player who is in protocol for uh, testing positive, and he plays for the Jaguars here. All right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. McLovin, any other poll questions, or are you going to settle on one? Uh, we got a couple of football questions. All righty. Paulie asks, uh, if you could do one of the following safely, go to an NFL college game or go to a tailgate, which tailgate's being <laughs> prohibited a lot of places right now. So you could go and just drive in, park, and go right to the game and watch any pro or college football game or drive and just tailgate all day. I'd go into the game. I'd feel safer going into the game. No, no, I'm snapping your fingers and you're buying safety. It's auto. It's oh, that, that's that's the thing. It's it's a safe. Oh, I activity. still want to go into a game. Over if I got safety over the tailgate, yes, yeah. I'm yeah. Jones up for some tailgating. Yeah, yes, McLovin. You've never been tempted to stay outside and just drink and watch on a big flat screen. I went to Harvard, Yale, and I was amazed the number of people who just stayed in the parking lot tailgating. And I went, "Hey, game starting." 
hey, game, the game has started, and people didn't care. They're out there and like, nah, we're good. And so I was like, all right. So I went in for a, a half of the game and then came back out. They're still out there tailgating. Yeah, McClub. I have another NFL poll, uh, which we could do several times before in 13 days. Which NFL storyline are you most excited about? Ooh, okay. Uh, you know, it's a tried and true. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, Cam oh. Newton in New England. Wait, you got to pause yeah. between the two. Okay, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Oh. <laughs> Cam Newton in New England. Oh. Uh, Lamar Jackson trying to take the next step. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that fit? Or is there a buzz about him? Mm-hmm. Uh Social protests, a chance that they might, you know, something's brewing, Saquon Barkley and everything. Uh, just the Cowboys being the Cowboys. Yeah. And just for snark, the obvious avalanche of ACL tears that are coming wow. in 13 days. Wow. I'm really worried about that. And it already feels like it started. I don't care about Lamar Jackson during the regular season as much as I do the postseason. So that's on hold for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cam in New England is is going to be good. Brady in Tampa, obviously Cowboys. I don't know if I'm looking forward to social protest. I, I'm looking. I, I want. I'm curious what it is. I, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it. I'm just curious as to what it's going to look like, feel like, sound like. That's a different. That probably doesn't fit in the poll because that's a non on. Well, yeah, probably I, a non on field thing. I I just think whatever, like football wise. I mean, the Cowboys are going to be big. I'd put the Packers in there, too, because I don't know what's going to happen this year. I saw a couple of reports yesterday that Jordan Love is not exactly lighting it up in uh, camp. I don't know what you can derive from this, but, I mean, he's been in there for a couple of weeks. I, I don't know what we expected to see or hear about Jordan Love in Green Bay, but could you imagine if Green Bay whiffs on Jordan Love? That you've already pretty much alienated your Hall of Fame quarterback. You didn't help him in the draft as far as wide receivers go. And then you're all in on a quarterback and you got to get it right. You, you trade it up in the first round and you got to get it right because there are a lot of things at stake here. Now you can always draft another quarterback, but what are you doing with Aaron Rodgers at some point? Is he on the clock for two more years? Which I think he's probably there for two more years, and then that's it. He's probably going to go, hey, why don't we just speed up the process here? You know, if that's your guy, then, you know, I want out of here. I'll give you two more years. I'll help him the best I can, and then I'll move on. And, uh, you know, we'll live happily ever after. I mean, that my approach would be that if I'm, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, at some point you have to say, I'm going to be – selfish and just do what's best for me because the team has been doing what's best for them. And I think Aaron Rodgers is eventually going to go, you know, I think you guys rolled the dice here. I'm going to leave you with uh, Jordan love, you know, and you, when you had, uh, when Peyton Manning was injured, you know, they, that was different because he's injured. And then they got the number one pick because of that and got Andrew Luck. So everybody knew that Peyton was out in Indianapolis for a variety of reasons. But Aaron Rodgers is healthy. So I, I think he's got this year and next year. And then watch when he leaves and then they draft a wide receiver in the first round. Yes, McLevin. Is it just Brett Favre all over again? Is it the exact same dynamic? Uh, well, if you're a Packer fan, you better hope it is because that means you got another Hall of Famer coming in. I mean, Green Bay got it right with Aaron Rodgers. He fell into their lap 
at the end of the first round. And as it turned out, they did get that one right. Yes, McLovin. What about rookie quarterbacks on that poll? Is there any excitement about Joe Burrow or yeah. maybe Tua's getting some action at some point? Yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. Like, I'm curious. I don't know how good Joe Burrow is. Because he's somewhere between the number one pick and a fifth-round draft pick. Right? Because without last year, he's a fifth-round draft pick. And now he goes to the number one pick in the draft. It's like Baker Mayfield is somewhere between that guy at Oklahoma and the guy last year. Because in between that was his rookie year, which was really, really good. Kyler Murray, I'm really curious, is he going to live up to that second-year hype? Because he played really well. And I'm curious about that, that next step. Is Drew Locke a legitimate starting quarterback, a franchise quarterback? Is Derek Carr going to resuscitate his career? So you have a lot of different questions attached to these quarterbacks. Yeah, McLevin. Do you know, can you tell me if Daniel Jones is good or Dwayne Haskins? I saw more out of Daniel Jones than I did Dwayne Haskins. I thought Daniel Jones showed a lot of promise. Now, Haskins at the end of the year, because I told you guys the last month, he actually looked like a starting quarterback in the NFL. And as much as I could criticize Jay Gruden and his tenure in Washington, you know, he, he did have something that was happening there with Dwayne Haskins at the end of the year. And he looked like, and, and the reason why I bring up Jay Gruden is he said, look, this guy, is, this kid's not ready. And then they're like, oh, you got to put him in. You, you know, you draft a quarterback now, he's got to play right away. And he played and he didn't look good at all. And then after that, the last month of the season, I thought Dwayne Haskins looked like a professional quarterback. Yes, Todd. How much of a team player are you willing to be if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're getting peppered with questions by love and you, you want to be the good uh, team player and help him out and everything? But is, isn't there a line, especially with the bitterness and frustration about how the draft went? But I don't know if <laughs> Brett Favre didn't help out Aaron Rodgers. And these quarterbacks will say it's really not incumbent upon me to help that guy who's going to take my job. Kurt Warner did that with Eli Manning, but he knew that basically that was his job. And it's really hard to go, hey, let me help the guy who's going to be taking my job. Jordan Love didn't say to the Packers, hey, draft me. And Aaron Rodgers needed help. So Aaron Rodgers, it probably every time he sees Jordan Love, and he's, he probably looks at him and says, hey, uh, Henry, Ru hey, CD, oh, I mean, Jordan Love. He can't help but look at him and think of a wide receiver, I'm going to guess. But... I don't know if Aaron's going to help him. These quarterbacks will tell you this. At least two have told me this. Hey, I just told him to watch what I do. Like, I'm not here to open up your book, your homework, give, you know, do a tutorial. Watch what I do. That's it. And that's what Brady was doing. You know, Brady's not helping out Garoppolo. Because you realize that guy might be taking my job. Like, I, I, I understand that. Hey, let me bring in a broadcaster who's going to take my job here. And let me let me help you along the way. And then you get to take over my job here. So I understand it. You know, Aaron Rodgers is, he's got to, Aaron Rodgers need to worry about Aaron Rodgers, not Jordan Love. But if Love is physically asking you a question, can you just say, well, just yes. watch what I do? Like, <laughs> but I'm saying, if he's, that's asking him a lot of questions. He doesn't want to be bothered with this guy because all he sees is a, the wide receiver that they could have had. That's got to be an awkward position. And you're not going to tell him wrong things so that he looks terrible any chance he gets. Well, to no, play. I'm not saying that. 
But you have to like respond to him. And he's like, can you tell me how you do? Anyone that wants to learn would ask questions. Well, I'm going to guess he's going to do that. I just know that Favre and Rodgers didn't have a great relationship. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd say, watch what I do. And if you have questions, talk to our quarterbacks coach, because he could probably help you a little bit more understanding it in your terminology, in what you're capable of doing, your skill set, instead of trying to be who I am out here. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to go, nope, not talking to you. Or, hey, watch this. I'm going to tell him the wrong play so he screws up. Yes, Paul. God help Aaron Rodgers if Jordan loves like Fritzy. Can you imagine he would do like 20 questions while talking? Why would you snap the ball like this? What are you doing with your hand? Why are you patting? Why would anyone pat the football? Trade do me. That? Trade me. Aaron's, Aaron wants to be on the trade. So you're telling me I did this? So then the flat, what does that mean? That's a flat. We call it something different back in the Utah State. Yeah, is it, why is it a vertical passing game? I mean, isn't it just a passing game? I mean, vertical, of course it's Where's vertical. Where's the bay? I know it's green, but I don't see any bay. I've been here three months. <laughs> Roger suddenly announces retirement <laughs> as he's busy. Yes, McLovin. So when a young sports center guy came, what was your attitude? When Rich Eisen came in, Keith Oberman and I helped him. Why? Why would you guys do that? I always, well, I, because I, always... I never viewed him as competition. Ouch. Well, I, no, no I, I mean, I always I, see sports. I didn't. Now, I always see sports writers. Always, I, I did not. <laughs> Back then, I was at the top of my game, and I, I didn't worry about anybody. You were that. A-Rod? Uh, of the Sports Center? A-Rod? I'm kidding. No. I was, A-Rod. I was, I was, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Um, well. well, this is probably in your uh, CBS Sport days. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So you're feeling pretty good about yourself. I was. I I was at the top of my game, and I was full of myself. But that's when I went to the uh, head of CBS Sports. I'm at the final four. And he said, you know, I want you to come work for CBS Sports. And uh, I said, CBS Sports? I said, you mean CBS Sport? Because they lost the NFL. That's cold. Yes, it is. <laughs> so they only had? They only had bat. They had the NCAA, and they had golf, but I, oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then CBS talked to me after I left ESPN about working for CBS, and, and we had a good laugh about it. We had, we had a really good laugh about CBS sport. But back then, I, he said, you pick the job. Whatever you want. You, can, you, you tell me what you want. And then I was like, I. There's no other, like, what jobs do you have at the time? Yeah, Paul. When you were at Sports Center again, uh, in the 90s or whatever, without names, unless you want to name them, was there ever a guy who came in or a person who came in for Sports Center a little big, big for their britches? Came in uh, on fire a little bit. Um, a little cocky, maybe a little too well, cocky. Stuart, Stewart was the, most, the, the cockiest person I've ever been around. But he had that attitude that it, it was going to work. Um, it wasn't for everybody. We didn't have a good relationship, but I did admire that his ability to, I mean, he was a professional when he did his job, but, uh, who else that came in that I thought, Whoa, easy Kilborn came in, but I don't think he came in and was like, knew he was going to be better than us as sports center anchors. He kind of came in mocking the sports center role because he was a, wanted to be a talk show host and a comedian. And uh, so we, we just looked at Craig Kilborn's like, okay, Craig, okay, Craig. And, uh, and he was really good at delivering. He was, he was very, he looked good on camera and he was a character, but I, you know, Rich came in, Rich Eisen was like 26. So I, I didn't, I just didn't view that as competition. 
but we, I mean, it was every single night. Mike Tirico was doing Sports Center. Chris Myers doing Sports Center. Berman was still doing Sports Center. Bob Lee, Robin Roberts, Charlie Steiner. I mean, we had there was a lot of competition back then. A lot of competition. And it was it was every single day you had to bring it. And I loved it. But I was not going to be told, you know, hey, this guy's going to take your place. Even when Oberman left to go to Fox Sports and Chris Myers was, they were going to try to do their, they're going to try to rival SportsCenter. And I remember Keith said something to somebody like, we're coming after Dan and uh, blah, blah, blah. And I basically said, you better pack a bleeping lunch, man, because <laughs> you, you're not getting this. What does yeah. that mean exactly? Pack a lunch. Like it's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long gonna day. Be a long so day. Pack, bring bring some food. And I would pack dinner, and then breakfast the next day, and then lunch the next day. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, you better bring it. And it's not that they weren't talented enough, obviously with Keith, Chris Myers, but surprisingly good. Yeah, <laughs> stay with us. I know you will. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, you're not you're not knocking us off here. I don't care who you are. Bring it. Yes, Paul. And you got to say it with authority, like. You should consider packing a lunch. Yes. Hey, hey, you, pack a lunch. Consider your caloric intake for the day, pal. <laughs> and maybe a treat from mid-morning snack. <laughs> Boom. Take that. That's a. Do you want some ice for that burn? Yes. All right. Phone calls coming up. And we got sidetracked there. Um, it is a Friday. And after yesterday, eh, whatever. Let's just have a little fun. <laughs> Let's just have a have a laugh or two. Oh, man. I got through yesterday. I went home. I took a nap for like an hour and a half. I was like, man, just mentally exhausted. All right, we'll take a break. I got our uh, play of the day coming up and your phone calls next year on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You can see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I, I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Oh, my God. The play. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. First means nothing. High fly ball. Will Myers. People at the ball game's over. Ball game's over. You couldn't hit that one any harder. Not as hard maybe as Machado and uh, and Tatis, but not a movement from the left fielder whatsoever. The Padres with a walk-off three-run home run celebrating at home plate. What a baseball team. 97.3 The Fan. Fernando Tatis still leads the majors with 13 home runs. That's our play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by Legal Zoom. You don't have to leave your home. They're not uh, a law firm, but they have a bunch of uh, qualified attorneys, a network of independent attorneys to help guide you, give you advice when you need it, and they don't bill you by the hour. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. Corey in California joins us on the program. Good morning, Corey. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan and team. Thank you for taking my call. First sure. time, long time. I got uh, two real quick things for you. Okay. First of all, I wanted to thank you for the way that you've handled these unique situations over the past six, seven months with COVID and most recently the shooting in Milwaukee. You've, um, you gave people like Chris Weber and Doc Rivers an outlet and uh, specifically Jim Jackson, when you brought him on, 
We broadcast that to over 350 cities on the radio, YouTube, and most recently Peacock. And I think they were very powerful messages that have reached possibly millions of people. And uh, I think that's a really good way to make some change in this world. And if you don't mind, I'd like to take a quick, fun turn of a distraction. Okay. Kind of ruin my thunder with the play of the day. Um, yesterday morning, uh, the San Diego Padres were down four runs, two outs, nobody on base, and managed to win by three runs with a walk-off home run with your play of the day. And uh, I just wanted to celebrate that and give them some love. Well, also, thanks. that they were what down. Thanks for the phone call, Corey. Uh, weren't they down three and then came back to win? So they, remember the whole seven-run you know, when, when's it okay to swing on a 3-0 pitch or steal a base and all of that silliness? And then here are the Padres. They're trailing. You know, like, so you get seven runs in one inning? I, I loved it. And, and I, I love Tatis is having fun at the plate. I, I do. I, I just, this is, baseball needs this. Baseball is boring. And this is a lifelong baseball fan. I mean, I was fortunate to grow up watching the Big Red Machine. I had one of the great teams of all time. But baseball needs life. They need something here. And you need national stories here. Fernando Tatis, oh, disrespecting the game. Look at all the dumb things that we do to disrespect the game that are part of the unwritten rules. Hey, that guy just homered. The next guy who comes up, I'm going to try to hit him in the head. That sounds like a dumb, unwritten rule to me. That's disrespectful. You want to have a bat flip after a home run? Can you imagine you can't... Let, let's use this for other sports. So you can't celebrate a touchdown. You got to just hand it to the official. Right? Can't do anything. Basketball. You have a dunk, three-point shot. Nope. nope. Unwritten rule. Can't celebrate there. Have fun with baseball. Because there are... A lot of these young, talented players, but people don't know them. And not everybody is going to do this or should do it or capable. There are players who play with a, a flair, and I'm all right with that. The Dodgers lead baseball with 63 home runs. Padres have 61, and the White Sox have 59. Uh, Jesse in L.A. is back. Hi, Jess. What do you have for me today? Hey, DB. Hey. Thanks for having me on again. Yep. And uh, happy, happy Positivity Friday, obviously. <laughs> um, like Corey said, uh, thank you, Andrew Dan, for your discussion of the difficult topic. It really shows the class of your program. Um, but I had to offer up some levity, and I had the this band sports history from yesterday that I can't believe Paulie didn't mention because it's about one of the show's favorite athletes to discuss. Okay. Speaking of life in baseball and excitement, yesterday in 1982, the one and only Ricky B. Ricky stole base number 118, breaking Lou Brock's record. He would finish with over 1,400 stolen bases. And I just have to add that if you do a Google search of Ricky Henderson's stories, and only half of those are true, he's a god and he has tenure. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Jesse. Seton, who loves Ricky Henderson, said that to Paulie post-show. And Paulie had this look of, oh, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> nah. Because Seton, when Ricky Henderson was calling in, now occasionally the Danettes, you know, when they say, hey, he's, he was my favorite or this athlete I love, hey, could I answer the phone? And Ricky called in and Seton wanted to answer the phone when Ricky called in. 
and Seton went third person on the king of third persons. I, th- I think I said goodbye to him actually, and yeah, I said like, uh, "Hey, Ricky, just want to let you know Seton's a big fan." <laughs> you go, all right, Seton. Like, like, Pocket yeah, list, dude. It's the best, man. Oh man. <laughs> Man. I love that guy, man. I did. I wore 24. I, I batted exactly like him. I slid head first into bases. He probably, if I had any chance at being a good baseball player, he probably destroyed it because I tried so hard to be just like him. It was completely unnatural. And if you ask guys who played with or against Ricky, everybody has a story on Ricky Henderson because he, they, there are things that you just can't believe. Like he got a, a million dollar check and he confirmed this to me. He, he actually framed it. He framed a million-dollar check. So the accounting department said, you haven't <laughs> cashed your check for a million dollars. This wasn't one of those golf checks that you get and you hold up, like it's a, a, a sign. He had a check for a million dollars, and he framed it. And then there was another one where he uh, was changing. He went down to the front desk, and he wanted to change his Elias and they go, you're Elias. And he goes, yeah, I want to change the name that my room is under. I want to change my Elias. And they go, you mean your alias? And he goes, yeah, I want to change my alias. Um, then when he got on the team bus, they said, uh, he goes, uh, how, how do they decide who gets to sit here? And he goes, well, you got to have tenure. He goes, tenure? I got 20 years. <laughs> oh, Ricky B. Ricky. More phone calls coming up. We'll go inside the bubble. We'll talk to Chris Haynes, who did a wonderful job reporting the last two days on what's been going on. Are we going to have basketball on Saturday? Chris Haynes will join us coming up. Back with the second hour on this Friday after this. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungle's closing in? You crave wide-open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, Land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to Land.com, find your open space, and get out there.